Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey you guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week we find someone of interest to talk about it. And this week we've got many people because we're at a bar in, I was going to say Rosebud. We're at a bar in Melbourne, which is near Rosebud, you guys. I think Rosebud's the heart of Melbourne, personally. But uh, we're in a bar for a bit of a podcast meetup and uh, go through. Everyone should introduce themselves and then we'll... <laughs> I thought it was you. Uh, it's Josh Chapman from Star Wars Spelt Out. And I'm Philip from uh, a Dark Crystal podcast called Trial by Stone. Oh, Dark Crystal. It's Chris Fresh from Geek Dudes, and it's been three minutes since my last drink. I'm Julian James, and I didn't even know I was going to be on air, so I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> it's Catherine Neen here. Hello, everyone. And it's Jonesy from Geek Dudes. Hey, hey, it's a podcast. And keeping up with the Joneses, trademark Chris Fresh. Uh, you just strategically waited to say that while Chris had a drink in his mouth then, so we couldn't correct you, but you actually mentioned <laughs> I was I was ready, Josh, box. like the drink was going to go straight down and go, damn straight, it's copyrighted Chris Fresh, because I want that lucrative keeping up with the Joneses cash. So, um, we're here back in Melbourne for a couple of days. I, I missed Force Friday. Mm. When I think of Force Friday, Chris Fresh, I think of, of, of anger and no toys. <laughs> I, th- I think of ranting in my car on the way home. How, how did you... I, you're a glutton for punishment. You just keep going back for more... I am. Funny thing is, I knew you had a tour of duty with Harrison, so it probably wouldn't have worked out, but a part of me wanted to reform the band. And <laughs> let's get Steph, let's get me and you, and let's go out and get disappointed by some dollies and get angry at what we don't find. And instead of Steel, I took my younger son, Hunter. Upgrade. Um, just for the record, as much as I love the Colonel. And we didn't have a success... Like, we had Knox-like visions as I went through Eastland Shopping Centre and was finding nothing. Like, there was Galaxies of Adventure. Um, there was no... All I wanted was a Black Series Mando. And we had no luck there. And like a typical junkie... I said to my kids, I reckon we can go to one more shopping centre and I reckon we just might find right. something. If you're a typical junkie, you'd say, I reckon we could go to one more shopping centre. <laughs> I loaded the kids up and took them to Lilydale Market Square, which is the worst shopping centre on wow. earth. And we drove down there and we walked in and little Steph's eyes lit up as mine did as we walked into Big W and there was the mother load of Black Series figures. And I was like, look at this. And Steph was like, Daddy, is this what you wanted? And I said, yes, princess. And I plucked out that Mandalorian and she got herself a Ray Galaxy of Adventures and Hunter got himself a Chewy. And Force Friday actually still was a win. Nice. A shocking win. And I was just saying to Josh, who has been on the hunt for Star Wars figures, that Zing had let us down, Josh. But 
I went into Zing in the city with the great Julian James, who said, you don't want to go to Zing. They never refresh their stock. It's a Zing, waste Zing, of time. Zing's like a, like a hot topic. Or yeah, it is. It's an EB Games spin-off. Oh, okay. Which is a GameStop in Australia. Game stop, yeah. And I went down there, and they had white-boxed day one Black Series figures on display. I went in there on last Friday and went in, and they had a little display of stuff, and they had a few mm. vintage, and they had the X-Wings, and they had the lightsabers, and the only Black Series they had was that Jedi Luke, which I was like, I can't believe that this is even in this country. Mm. I'll pay 40 bucks for Jedi Luke. I want 40 that. is stiff, though. It's stiff, though, yeah. And then uh, a couple of Kmarts had Black Series for 30, so I got the Ray, and then I, I couldn't, you can't get the Carbonized stuff anywhere, though, so I got the, I ordered four Carbonized Mandalorians from a site in the UK, because I have a UK bank account still, from when I lived there, so I've got one for Fresh, and one for Andy, one for me, and one it's for a good brother. the shelf. So, so, what is the carbonite? What is that like? They've got a it's frosty the paint. Finish? Yeah, it's sort of like Still, the paint on it. You're with me on this a little bit of weak gimmick, you know, like but it, weak but working. <laughs> I don't like. He sucked me in because he's like, I got a, I can get as a carbonized Mandalorian, and I was like, I don't know why I want it, but Chapman, I'm in. Like I am in because I saw in like on the box, like on online, it said like carbonated, and I was like. Like, I was looking for the block of carbonite behind... Like, I thought it came with, like, yeah. a carbonited bounty or something like that. But um, did, did anyone else get any Force Friday action? I didn't even know it was Force Friday. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. Catherine, did you nothing? get anything? No, nothing. Catherine's I... holding her powder for the Cassian series, Force Friday. Cassian, yeah. Force Cassian Friday. All Cassian all the time. Uh no, I was around Southland with my niece because we went to see a movie and, yeah, just looking at the displays and my niece was going, yeah. Well, How old's your niece, Catherine? Nine. How good's dragging around children that aren't necessarily into what you're into but going, damn it, we're going on an adventure? It's been easy for me because my daughter's four, but Frozen 2, all the Frozen 2 merch came out at the same time. It did. So I'm going, hey, let's go look at toys and she can just go look at the Frozen 2 merch and she goes oh look there's Ray she likes Ray and then sorry I can drag her to like 50 different stores and she's so cool. is uh, is she excited for Frozen 2 she is but she we watched the trailer because the trailer dropped and I went oh but new Frozen trailer I'll go treat for you if you get in your pajamas and clean your teeth and well, they, they, they debut that on Monday Night Football yeah or? yeah <laughs> they were a lot more but more transparent what was it about Truco? Was coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got but the Frozos are against the non-Frozos. There's yeah. a whole thing. It's I, like I've been thinking about Truco lately. Actually, I, I'm thinking about sending him some stuff to get signed. <laughs> such warm memories of um, is it Mike Truco? Is that who it was? Yeah. What drove no, me? No, I know we're saying his last name. What? Tro- yeah, we definitely are. What drove me crazy with you doing that? Uh, that's for classic Steel Wars listeners of Steel's Adventure. Was dude, you could have torrented the trailer. I think at the time and not had Truco, but you somehow got the Truco cut, and I didn't get that cut of it. Like he wasn't involved in my experience. No, he was. He was on the torrent. Was he? Yeah. See, I didn't get him on I mine. Got the truth. Yeah, the first rip. Yeah. yeah. I love how we're so all the time. we're so Australian that we had to torrent a trailer just to see it. But well, now we I get on YouTube. So it was the safest way to not see any imagery. Yeah. Quite often, if you're not there for the premiere, like for the Force Awakens with the the Falcon reveal, then when you went to like the splash page. It would have the Falcon, and I remember going, "Oh, if you hadn't seen that yet, like that's the you know the gem at the end of that first teaser." 
So that's why I'd always go the torrent, because no imagery. So, Steele, now that we've got you here and you're Mr. Inside, you know, you're Hollywood Colonel Steele Saunders. Such like a deluded image of what, my life. Like, have you remained... Like, how are you heading into The Rise of Skywalker? Are you spoiler-free? Do you know a lot of stuff? Like, where are you at, my friend? I'm, I don't know as much as I could. Did you know Pelps was going to laugh when you watched oh, that no. trailer? No, okay. <laughs> you got to see the video. We did like, I put up like the, the video, like the reaction, yep. and my face is just like, wow, <laughs> how did this happen? But um, I had um, not a Force Friday thing, but it was like the residue of Force Friday. I um, oh, First of all, I've seen those Galaxy of Adventure figures, and I think they're Awesome. Harry would love them in a couple of years. I, oh, see, Harry's at an age where, like, he got a, um, he's only one, and for his birthday, he got some stuff with dinosaurs on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Harry loves dinosaurs. And I'm like, oh, no, that's just what I've, that's my fan fiction about him. But I wish they were just the figures, like, if they were just a little bit more realistic, mm. I reckon you'd have a real, like, like, I'd be into it a lot more. I'm what? definitely going to get, like, the Luke Skywalker one. Jedi. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, not out yet, though. No, it is. Go down to... Z- well, it was at Zing. Like, No, not the Black Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The G- Galaxy of Adventures one. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, the Black Series... Um, yeah, Jedi. I mean, you're operating on another level. Sorry. Like, we're downgrading. Like, the best was when Hunter went up and he grabbed the Chewy. And I said, you can have Chewy, buddy. And he goes... But I want Santa to bring it to me. And my heart melts. And it was like, buddy, you can have this and ask Santa for something else. And I could see him doing and throwing. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was so excited to open up his Chewbacca. But, like, from a kid's perspective, they're actually really cool toys. They're playable. They're of a different scale. But it's we that need to let go of that. Because three and three quarter, me personally, have always found too small. And it's what led me to He-Man was when I was a kid, you'd see little G.I. Joes or little Star Wars toys, and I'd be going, they're pretty small, but look at this He-Man. Yeah. Like, I agree with the size of the He-Man, because I remember when I was a little kid, and you had to decide like later on if you are going to play Star Wars or He-Man that day, me and my friend Rocky Finnegan, if we were in a real rough-and-ready mood, always He-Man, because you, know, you could really battle them in. But I think that the scale is a lot better, the Galaxy Adventure scale, yeah. because I remember seeing like like Clone Wars era and it was just like the toys they look so narrow and fragile it's like a kid it seems painful for him to have to like it was they they were made too intricate if you're a little kid to play with I just want to say I support the movement for one universal scale of action figures Across enough all is enough figures. All yeah, yes please can we agree on a scale unification of figures yes is that Please, your, this is, is that a your movement that we're voting on. That is, Vote one, James. Gonna, I'm putting it out there, and I'm ready for some support that, from all of you. That's interesting. I, yeah. Are they quite robust? Those Galaxy Adventures ones. Like, do they feel like they can be chucked around a bit and when they're out of the box? Yeah, they're, they're definitely playable. Like, because when I was a kid, I didn't have a lot of Star Wars toys. Like, I had the Weequay, which I won in a terrible Star Wars cosplay contest, but I also had Snaggletooth, and I had... A very negatively promoted Star Wars cosplay contest. <laughs> I had a LJN junkyard dog, <laughs> and I used to pretend Snaggletooth would pilot it like Voltron, <laughs> and it would actually... Junkyard dog was like this giant Voltron that would play around. It's like, kids don't really play like that these days. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hunter got his Chewy, and he was all excited and stuff, and then it was like... 
Mario Kart Tour is on iPad, and that's what I want to play with now. You've got so your kids are a little bit older. Obviously. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw an actual kid play Star Wars with Star Wars toys. I can't think of the last time I actually saw one in person actually doing it. But you know how like Angry Boys complain that there's like Star Wars the toy they're not sell- like the toy section's so big. Yeah. Like it's so little now. Yeah, yeah. But you go there and every like Everything. every franchise, like wrestling's only got like four like they're just action figures yeah. are like there was a angry video or, or, or tweet some dude put up was just like look what the toy sections become there's like two Star Wars things a whole section of Fortnite toys look at all these Fortnite toys I went to Kmart that day all the Fortnite stuff is on clearance nobody has bought a Fortnite toy like nobody like, I, that for, I don't even know what for, I know it's a video game I don't know what sort of video game it is but I know all my friends that have got kids under a certain age are trying to keep it secret from them Mm. Like it's 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 I've like they don't my, want them to I've find out about, about drugs, alcohol, and Fortnite. Yeah, it's, it's addictive. <laughs> they've, they've cracked the code. It's like a they've used some algorithm to to go like give you enough gameplay to just keep wanting more, 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 and it's free. It's actually to play it is absolutely free. It's when you want to buy like a funny hat or a different is it, is it, outfit. Is it named after how long you play it at a time? Yeah, <laughs> how okay. long you're awake for. I mean, yeah. How long you get grounded for when you uh, throw your PlayStation at your yeah. mum because she as, tries to take it away from you? As a teacher of teenagers, it is just rampant, rampant. You know, the number of kids who just stay up all night, you know, playing Fortnite is just massive. Like, can't you kids get into pornography or something where you at least get some sleep? <laughs> now, now, Catherine, as as an educator of teenagers, yeah. do you agree with Whitney Houston that children are our future? Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> some. <laughs> Or do you agree with the theory of her husband, Bobby Brown, that ain't nobody humping around? (laughs) Answer the question, Catherine. (laughs) Oh, there's some dodgy kids out there. Kids you just look at and go, hmm. Are kids kids that you, you, you teach, are any of them talking Star Wars? Is there any Star Wars talk at all? At my school... Not really. There are some, and a lot of them know I'm heavy into it, so they'll talk to me about it. But is it, a, is it considered to be like a thing that older people are into? Um, or Well, again, because where I teach, it's um, mostly first-generation Australian and second-generation, so they're not really... They don't have that background, and, of course, it's, it's not so much in the countries that, where they've come from. So they don't have that history with it. They didn't go down for Ranger Solo? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fool China one of these days. But This is my post-Force Friday magic moment. I was in Rosebud Target. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was... I thought it was a Kmart at Rosebud. No, there's both. Upgraded. We lost our Red Rooster, though. Oh, really? That was our first big franchise. Because Steel, for those that don't know, Steel grew up in that area, but I would holiday in Tukaruk, which was, I'd be one of those annoying summer tourists that would come down for the carnivals and years age. They'll probably beat you up as a young child. No, no, I was the opposite. Like, all the Bogans would be like tourists, and I'm like, what are you talking about? They're the only, like, they're the things that make the town bearable for two months a year. Like, get them down. It's exciting. There's a little kid called Chris to talk Star Wars. I'll have you know, Josh Chapman, I made love for the first time on the foreshore at Tukaruk. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look for the statue. (laughs) (laughs) That that could have been with me. (laughs) 
was, was the best Force Friday ever. <laughs> Summer loving. Had me a blast. But uh, yes, I was in Target. I was perusing the Star Wars toys as is mandatory, even though I don't buy them. I've got to, I've got to check them out with the backs of the packet and stuff. And they had a very well-stocked lightsaber section, toy lightsabers. They had Luke Skywalker's green lightsaber. And they had a little kid version. And I was in there with Harry, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's uh, check this out, see if he's into this. So I get it off, and they're not in boxes. They're just on a little card. Yep, yep. And he, um, he held it at the hilt and then worked out the red button, could turn it on. And I'm in the aisle at Target. Target's dead. And there's no one around. And I'm just like, it just ignited the green. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you stood on top of the shelf and flipped him off. So he did a little flip oh, while he was holding it. I should have, actually. <laughs> but then on the package, it says, I am a Jedi like my father before me. And I'm in oh. Target. Jackie's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, turn on the green lights. It says this. And I'm like, are we buying this? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so now that you've relocated to the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. is it hard to come back to Australia? Like, are we missing out here still? Or like, do America, is it the land of opportunity when it comes to Star Wars collectibles? Or is it pretty even par now that Toys R Us has collapsed that Australia doesn't really miss out on a lot? Um, I don't know because it's so patchy. It, they, it, it seems like the figures just come out and then there's nothing for six months. Mm. So it's, yeah, I don't see. I, I think when it's like, when it rains, it pours. Mm. And then apart from that, it's it's pretty like just leftover, like, like Kira's and Snoke's. Have you seen a sweet. Not Kira. No, Jin Erso. Have you seen a sweet Sunset Boulevard Mandalorian billboard yet? That's what I'm waiting for. No, I've seen like like Galaxy's Edge ones, but they're sort of like, we're sort of used to them. But no, I haven't seen, um, oh, that's going to be soon. That's one of my favorite Star Wars traditions in LA. There's this massive building on Sunset Boulevard up near where you guys would, would go and like go to all those rock and roll clubs and stuff. Uh, we don't talk about that on yeah. this podcast. I was trying to reference it and keep it... Like, I was just like, how do I reference where this is without having to edit the podcast by um, what you guys get up to? But there's this massive building, like a 10-story building that it, Disney kind of owns. Like It's always a Disney advertisement. And so it's just like this giant, like 10 foot or 10, 10 story high poster. And yeah, I guess pretty soon. When's Frozen come out though? That might, that might, that might. <laughs> I defer to yeah, Chapman on this one. Weeks, November, mid November. Oh, so maybe. And then late November in Australia. M- midnight screening. I don't think Olive will be up for it. For she's you. only four. She's a bit freak. Just to, to double back to your question, we did show yeah. the trailer and she was a bit like. This is a bit intense. Like, the trailer is quite like, there's danger coming, there's danger, there's danger, there's danger. And she's a bit like, whoa, this is, I'm just here for the let it go. Violet's not up for an Empire magazine with Anna on one side and Elsa on the other. I I, I could tell you my my Frozen theories, but I'll save it for the the next one. But she'll, yeah, we'll probably try and go, but it'll be a matinee during the day, you know kind of thing but uh. yeah I'm bummed not to turn this into the Frozen cast but Steph was of that age and I remember when we first watched Frozen and Elsa changed her dress and Steph just went <gasps> like it was this amazing it's moment insane. and I don't think she cares that another Frozen's oh, coming out she's just all her friends are all on it they're all in their Elsa dresses it's just 
the grip. I don't. I can't quite crack the code. It's just a combination of princesses and power and songs. And is Olive sisters. in Kinder? Yeah, she's in a like a daycare thing. She's in when kinder. Steph was in Kinder, we called it the Princess Posse. Like you didn't you didn't want to mess with that gang. Yeah, well, we, they had like a disco at their 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 Kinder the other day. I'm like, oh great, disco. We'll get you in your disco gear. You know, we'll get you some like your pink thing and this and your headband and your sunnies and disco. Here we go. And then Kat messaged me when I got to work. She's like, yeah, Olive got there and all the girls are in their frozen dresses. So we had to drive it back and get her frozen dress. So just before we go to do our wrestling stuff, Paul Jones, you have been collecting Masters of the Universe, but did Star Wars fever grip you at all, Paul Jones? Uh, well, I didn't really participate in Force Friday, mostly because I have spent way too much on He-Man lately. But mostly it's been sort of kept to pop vinyls currently, I think. Because mm. I was never really a Black Series collector, although my nephew, shout out to Mitch, because I know what he's going to say, mm. my nephew, I think, is going to get some severe RDS because it's his birthday later this month and he wants a lot of Star Wars. It's interesting with He-Man and, and you guys, like I'm like super up for the He-Man revival mm. and I, I will consume all the, the media, not the products, but like you're... Like you, so you, you've you've got this resurgence, and you know Johnny Grasso. We've grabbed Grasso. They're all, <laughs> yeah. all buying your your rubber jointed legged figures, but you're not. Have you been watching? Like, are you just buying the old figures and then for content, just living off your memories, or have you hit up a bit of filmation, like cartoons? Like, are you, like, do you know what I mean? Because if you get back in Star Wars, you start watching the films and stuff, yeah. but. I don't know if the like the the He-Man content's going to live up to <laughs> it won't your expectations. <laughs> it's a rough watch. It's a rough watch. Two thousand and X will like yeah. it's an excellent underrated cartoon, but Kevin Smith bizarrely is going to continue the 80s cartoon that none of us remember how it. Like, I like how it was like we're going to pick it up where it left off. I don't know anyone that goes. I've been waiting to see. Yeah, I think what we talked next. about that. I went to the Wikipedia yeah. and got the last the, 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 the synopsis of the last episode, and was just like, "This means nothing," and there is no reason why this needs to be picked up. They're, they're going to call back to when Cringer learned that lesson. Yeah, <laughs> remember that time He Man told you to cross the road and look both ways. <laughs> Catherine, were you He Man or Shira? Did that grab you at all? Shira, Princess of Power. Uh, right on. Did you have stuff? Did you have figures? No, no, mm. my Barbies always substituted. Are you going to get those Star Wars Barbies that are coming out? They're expensive. Yeah, because they're a hundred US, so mm. like eight thousand Australian those dollars. Forces of Destiny dolls are far superior to those Barbies. I know Forces of Destiny didn't quite take off as much as they want them, but I got a bunch of those for Olive, and she loves those. They are. Great size, robust, really. Like, I haven't opened. Have you opened the Luke yet? <laughs> no, I the, keep them in box. The like Luke a, on Bespin. Forces of Destiny doll, which I never saw anywhere in Australia or anywhere, and turned up on catch.com.au for 20 bucks with with a little Yoda. I'm like, yeah. got to get that. Did you get the Wicket still? No, I don't know. I would love the little Hot piece. Toys Wicket, does that get you into the Hot Toys? No. I can't I've, just, got, I've got the Wicket. I could probably steal on. the Wicket from Olive and, get, and send it to you if you really wanted it. Isn't it doesn't it come in a double pack with... No, I think you can get Leia. him on his own, Yeah, the Wicket comes with Leia in cam- camouflage in the Endor outfit. Because yeah. I, I had that... I've got a Hoth layer, a Hoth, uh, a indoor layer with Wicket, a Ray Have you BB-8. cracked into Hot Toys, Josh? No, nah, that, that is a, a place I cannot Because I had the horror of my wife. Like, I set my Star Wars cabinet, I reset it, it was looking all nice, and Jude's just standing there, and she starts going, so are these Hot Toys figures $400 a piece? And I'm like, why? You know, 400 <laughs> 
Yeah, no, like what? Like what are you what are you talking about? She's counting them and doing the calculations. I'm going, you know if I die this is it's going to do okay for you and that sort of settled her a little bit because she knows I'm a, a foot out the door already. Well, that's the I think the the meme like joke of like if I die I hope my wife doesn't sell my toys for what I told her I paid for them. Well, I've told Jude's I've got certain friends where she knows to turn to for advice on what to sell them for. Um, you really, like, doing a lot of planning for your death. Still, look at me. <laughs> like, if there's anybody... Like, if we had the class yearbook of Star Wars podcasters and geek podcasters, most likely to OD on alcohol and or booze, Chris Fresh wow. will be where that, I'm at. Is that something that goes on? There's a there's a, Star it's a wrestler. I blame a wrestling. Star Wars podcast so you're at wrestle, like, you follow wrestling, Steel. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people <laughs> like, live long lives, and I want to see if that extends to Australia. Like Julian James and I will be the ones that test that. But you could be like Jake the Snake. Just he just goes forever. Just can't be stopped. Yeah. yeah. No, that'll be Jules for sure. Like he will live. That man will live forever. He's a golden He'll god. Live forever in our heart. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, so I can tell you that much. Um, but are you, like, where are you at? Are you amped for Mandalorian? Are you amped for Rise of Skywalker? Because we miss you here. Yeah. Like, you were our heartbeat of Star Wars in Australia. I, I sort of haven't had time to, to soak it up and be excited. I hope when I get home, because now Harrison's in daycare, so I've got my days back. And then, so then I can get my work done and then be more, like, have time to breathe and enjoy... Mm. Like, with um, the trailer about to come out, and, you know, everyone was saying it was going to be this Monday, but for me, like, oh, yeah, I can't bring it out. And I'm like, oh, if you could just make it in a few weeks' time, that would would really suit me. I might be, like, caught up. I don't want to be on a plane when it comes out. No, I just want to have time to enjoy it and and sort of... I've had so many, like, real-world things to you know, keep up on and, and get done that I haven't been able to, um, yeah, soak up all that stuff. Because I think when I started doing the podcast, it was um, it was all sort of downhill as far as getting stuff done because I started it because Jackie was overseas, living overseas. So I was just in the house by myself. Mm. So it was sort of out of loneliness. So like, oh, just I'll Skype people and talk about stuff. I feel like giving you a cuddle as you say that. But like people would say, oh, how you? Yeah, you so much content. And I'm like, yeah, I've got nothing but free time. Yeah, it's just me and the cat. Like I was going to say, if you're lonely, there's some websites I can recommend. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember we, we, we talk, when you were on my podcast, it was before Harrison was born, and we were just talking about time and stuff, and you're like, oh, you know, getting ready and excited, and I said, look, I know you'll think you'll be able to get stuff in, but I'm telling you, don't be surprised if everything just shuts down, because it's just the absolute drag on your time. Even when you think you've got time, you don't have time. You know, and people go, oh, you, you, know, you can kiss this goodbye, like, you know, yeah, people yeah. sort of, like, jokingly be negative, and it's like, 
yeah, sure, I'll be okay. And it's like, no, I there's there's times when I say to Jackie when Harrison's just like playing in his little pen by himself, I'm like, oh, this is what I thought he'd be like eight hours a day. I just thought you'd put him in his pen. <laughs> And, you know, you have to change his nappy and feed him. But I just thought he'd just be in there with his toys and just like, la, 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 la. And then, like, once, like, Jackie went back to work and I was doing it, I was like, it's not. No. I, I was, hands I was, on. I was yeah. sold a lie. It's literal hands on, yeah. <laughs> so well, uh, I didn't sell you a lie at all. I told you the damn truth. Oh, yeah, but, every, like, just <laughs> oh, society yeah, yeah, exactly. sold me a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just want to have time to enjoy it and not be in such a, um, a rush. So I, I would... Hopefully, Tuco's not going to... Um, or Trico, whatever he's Trico. Right, we're in Australia. We have no idea who this dude is. Like, um, It could be Terry Bradshaw. Steve McMichael. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like Mongo to, to introduce the trailer. That would... It'll be on YouTube. You know the next second anyway. Well, yeah, you know. like we don't we don't miss out here. So it will be Tuesday here. Josh, what's your instinct? Are we going to get it on oh. Tuesday the fourteenth? Oh, is wait, it the twenty first? Where I is it? The pause, everyone. I'm sure this is coming over the speaker. But oh, Dempsey, Dempsey, who does the um, the Steel Wars theme song, we're now voiding his uh, copyright on podcast. So <laughs> see you in court, Dempsey. <laughs> 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 I saw him play that not, that not that long ago, but uh, it was excellent as always. Nice. Did um, he play the Steel Wars theme song? No, he did not. But they used uh, I did a little mashup of uh, one of their songs to the throne room scene, just as a little joke, oh, and so tagged them in it. And then on May the fourth, they took the video and put it on their social media. So thanks, guys. Oh, I don't nice. know if that was Paul personally or not, but uh, I just remember seeing it at all the Knox screenings going. I should say hi and introduce myself, but I'm too nervous. Where's Steel? Maybe he can introduce me next time. <laughs> so we'll see. If, if the Christmas screening happens, I might have to hit you up for that. But uh, see, for all this Dempsey talk, do you know who Jules and I want our hands on? Gillies. Give us Gillies. Gillies. Oh, ben Silverchair. Oh, I love Ben Gillies. I saw him at the uh, at your Steel Wars podcast, and I love his wife too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great. I watched her on the TV show. But oh, how can you not love Gillies? Silver chair. Well, it was one of the through. I've been, I've been a bit introspective lately, thinking about all my Star Wars adventures that I've had, and just some of the bizarre situations I've been in. One of the weirdest things was, you know, this the whole you know Force Awakens. The build up to that was just you know unbelievable, and it was such this like like those seconds where it was just about to start. It was just like, oh my god, this is it, this is it. We've waited all year, and I spent the bigger part of the opening crawl trying to wave down Gillies to get me because he's walking around at the front of the cinema and do you know what I mean like six months ago I didn't know him and I'm just like why how did it end up that this film I've waited like 17 years it's to go about see to get ruined by I'm Gillies. now chasing some dude from Silverchair <laughs> around it, like a you have your own like spinal tap moment where you're like walking out the front yeah. trying to piece oh, that was off. his spinal tap moment I, I was I was one of the security guards. I think at I remember that, like looking because I was at right at the front for the Force Awakens screening, and then looking around. And Not then, that like, that burns Chapman at all. Like, the, is there ever a pod, is there ever a podcast where Josh Chapman doesn't mention that at the Force Awakens he was placed at the front of the cinema? Oh wow! If there's ever been uh, you know a connoisseur of passive aggressive premiere comments, <laughs> you're the man, Chris. <laughs> hey, we could all a podcast about still was just to just to beat him out, um, just to beat. Him out, but I'm actually going to miss you not being here, buddy, for the premiere. It won't be the same without you. Well, I, I am going to check the, the flights. 
Mm. Check the flight costs. Because as much as on Geek Dudes we used to love ribbing the Colonel, although I'm not sure he enjoyed the ribs, uh, we used to love ribbing him about his premieres. The best thing that it did was it filled a gap that was somehow missed, I think, because you have Star Walking, which is an awesome Star Wars fan club. But a lot of people perhaps felt it was a bit of a boys club and didn't know how to get in. And what Steel did was open up that realm of going, hey, there's a fan club over here. You enjoy listening to my podcast. Let's all get together because we really love Star Wars. And what I'm hoping for that one last shot, we get our um, Hugh Fleming poster. We get to enjoy the premiere. And as one for this sequel trilogy, we all get to enjoy the movie one last time. Yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely listeners and fans, friends of ours, inter- interstate who are like, if the show comes on, we'll come down. If the Steel War show is on, so oh, what? You know, turbo and Frost turbo are too and good to come down you know, if there's no down, steel. But, but uh, you know, no pressure over anything. The other way, we'll go. We'll have a good time. But uh, you know, yeah. And it's look, tri- there is a trilogy. It is the end of the Skywalker. As much as he'll be uncomfortable about me complimenting him, although he'll love it, legitimately, oh, I'm more comfortable yeah. with, then, with that than you dissing me. Of, <laughs> of legit. What, the thing what I do love about the Colonel and Steel Wars in particular is if you follow it, <laughs> my it, name's the Colonel. <laughs> Kern. What I love about Kern is... <laughs> Big Kern. Wait, can, can I just... I, 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 want, I want you guys to do a, a little sub-podcast now just to explain to the listener why I'm the Colonel. Okay, so... As I was about to compliment you, too bad now. So... Jules and I one night were texting each other about Steel for whatever reason, <laughs> and Jules and sent me a message going, Steel Sanders. But, but it auto-corrected it. Just as I went to send it, it changed Saunders to Sanders. And, and, I, and I said, it's not like Steve Sanders from Lee Hills 90210. It's, it's Steel Saunders, and he goes, what? Colonel Saunders from KFC, and I go, no, that's Colonel Sanders. You were saying the classics. After that, we were off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that wait, some deep, meaningful thing. It was two giggling idiots <laughs> in the middle of the night that uh, decided that he's going to be the Colonel. But the best thing about Steel Wars for me personally that I've said is, and not to blow smoke up the Colonel's ass because I hate doing that, is legit through Star Wars spelt out through Blue Harvest, Rogue One, the Bad Motivators. Uh, that geek pod like there's been so many awesome podcasts that we've become friends that when I went to Canto by Dispatch hmm? Canto by Dispatch yeah, oh Canto oh heaven forbid I forget Emily Lind um is I was able to go to a Star Wars event at Acme, not really know Catherine, and go, hey, Catherine, can I sit next to you at this thing because I don't know anyone? And she said, absolutely. And the most antisocial human being on earth actually had a buddy to sit next to at that thing. Like, that's something, that's your legacy of this country, Colonel, as you've turned your back on us and gone Hollywood, is you have created a community where... Josh Chapman can walk into Star Wars Celebration and everybody's wearing his beanie and he becomes one of the most known podcasters of Celebration. Hey, hey, Chapman, mate. Let's, before you get too cocky, let's see how many people wear your beanie in Anaheim. 40 degree weather. Yeah, yeah exactly. See, I said he should have done the bum bag just from the wrestling perspective. Yeah, so everybody wants a bum bag. The only people who want one next time is people who didn't get one last time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Bum bag would be a good um, convention... Um, 
product, actually. Yeah, we, although the, the one of the very last beanies did go to you at Wrestle Rock on May the 4th. It did, and I put it on. I put it on, <laughs> and then started ranting about Star Wars spelt out, and people were just looking, going, like, and I had two mates of mine there going, who is that guy, and why is he ranting about your podcast wearing your beanie? Wearing your <laughs> That's beanie. what Chris Rush does. <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the third person. As, as far as bringing people together and weird things, the thought that, like, Catherine used to come to the Green Guide Letters podcast, yeah. and... Um, Sort All of, by my loins. Yeah, by yourself, sit up the front. And the fact that I um, am now like at lunch with, with Catherine, a, a lovely, very, at the time, she's coming out of a show now, you can't shut her up. She's the best. Um, <laughs> podcast listener from Green Guide Letters, and then with, with Julian James, <laughs> this croc god. Like, I, I used to go watch him on Monday nights or Tuesday nights at the casino. And like, no, no, stop! You watched me. No, I watched Julian. <laughs> I remember the shine, and they—it was like they come out. So it was like I remember, like and 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 fresh Chris, but like he was there too. <laughs> <laughs> but like when, um, and this is funny because you always like remember when you see Clint from something for Kate. Um, at the premiere at um, for the Force Awakens. I can't remember who said it to each, if it was he that said it or me, but we're like, the guy from The Shine's here. This is awesome. In a tuxedo (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And now I'm online dating Emily Lind. So it has has all just... When your wife leaves you, Chris, there's just a paper trail of audio and text and video and stuff (laughs) that in court is just going to... You're going to get taken to the cleaners, mate. Uh, She's tried that a few times, buddy. Like She can have the hot toys. It's all good. As long as I have Emily, we'll be fine. So I guess, um, because you guys have to go soon, it's it's the conclusion of the trilogy. Maybe this is a good way to wrap up. Is um, what do you want? Like, what's one thing you want out of the finale? Like, what's one sort of moment or vibe or just what, what's your? So I've been hesitant. Your core hope and I've dream. been hesitant to put my want on it because I'm very much I'm along for the ride and what they give me I'm cool with. That's the beauty of Star Wars. But just one still. Let's give us Hayden. Like I. I feel the prequels cop such a bum rap and we've all come around to the point of, you know, Hayden Christensen, he's not that bad. I I would pop huge to use wrestling vernacular if we had Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker just appear. I don't think we're going to get it. It's a bit like you with the Ignite the Green of like, I would love Hayden Christensen just one more time. Just for him even, like I would feel good of like, because JJ's talked about bringing all the trilogies together. I would love that moment. I'm willing to like, but I'm not married to the moment. You know, whatever they give us, they give us, but I would love Hayden one more time. Julie, baby, do you have any wants? Do I want? What yeah. do I want? From Star Wars, oh, in a Star yeah. Wars movie. Um, well, I've just been con- en- out of the conclusion of of the the whole saga. Yeah, I've just been enjoying going on the ride with these new movies. Like I haven't gone in with any expectations or specific wants. I've just enjoyed it all, taken it back, and just being that kid who's just grateful to have Star Wars on the big screen again. I remember going to Return of the Jedi and thinking, "Oh, that's it." So I'm still of that generation that's just going, oh, it's cool that we go to get see Star Wars on the big screen. So I'm just happy. With, I'm sure it's going to be good, and I'm sure there's going to be the fans who are going to be pissy and moany afterwards, but 
I'm just happy and enjoying the ride. The best steal what I loved in The Last Jedi when Luke and Leia touched and Jules touched me and said, have you got goosebumps? <laughs> and I was like, I had goosebumps. It was like almost a romantic moment of like, this is just incredible. That's a very reserved um, want for um, a man that once told a national news broadcasting service that Hulk Hogan body slammed a, a 10,000 pound Andre the Giant or something. And Andre died three days after that <laughs> slam. It was a... Big one. <laughs> Trademark. Do you ever want? Um, I mean, for me, yeah. I mean, I would love to see Hayden come back. I mean, if you think about the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga, it started with Anakin. It'd be great to see him come back and sort of end it with Anakin in some way. Um, but, you know, if it doesn't happen, and, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it is, you know, one of those things, sort of, you know, I'd love to see, but... Um, yeah, very open to see what will happen, you know, how it all concludes with the whole Skywalker family, the saga, and how it's gonna all going to wrap up in a neat little package. Nice. Chapo? Uh, I'm putting my money on a theory I've been running for a while, which is around R2. I think R2 is the key to Episode Nine. Whoa. So I think he's the, he's the guy who's been through the whole thing. He's the keeper of the secrets. He's the guy who's seen it all. So my theory is... keeps too many secrets. Well, this is your chance for them to go, hey, we need some info. Hey, that little droid over in the corner, he's been quietly watching things go on for a while. Like, he knew it was his sister. Yeah. Like, quell it he's then. Like, I'm going to see how this plays out. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's just like, don't go messing with the country, boy. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, so I think R2 is going to have a big role to play in this. I think he'll have some sort of pivotal connecting it all back to... Six apparently so much. I, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of thought they'd lean really heavily on a New Hope for imagery, but it seems like Jedi seems to be Return of the Jedi seems the one they're pulling a lot of What's you know, Death one? Star and um, Palpatine, Palpatine and all that kind of stuff as well. But yeah, I think R two's got a big role to play, so I want to see some good R two action. Can I change my answer to Chapos as yeah, well? You Thank you. you. Can. That's a lot more deeper than what I went. I've been talking about it for a year and a half, so you know. What about you, Catherine? I don't want it to end. I don't want it to conclude in a way that feels final. I want it to, yeah, conclude, but that gives us hope that in five to ten years' time, we'll be back. Can you have a a Skywalker saga end with a Skywalker alive at the end of it? Do all the Skywalkers have to be gone at the end of this movie for it to be an end? No, no, don't make me part with them. Yeah, Chapman almost just made Catherine cry. That was <laughs> sorry, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Uh, what about you, Jonesy? I want Yub Nub. Oh, some Ewok action. I want, and 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 you guys might be able to elaborate on this more. I want the run in. I uh. want the run in. I want everything to be lost. I want the heroes are in so much trouble. It's it's this is it. The bad guys have won. You want a big pull apart at the end. And then I want like I want the fleet to turn up. And I want like Moncals, I want Ewoks, I want Gung I just want I want that the thing where it's all lost and then everyone comes to save the day. 
And then you want Tony to Shivani to say, "We're out of time, folks. We'll see no, you next week." No, no, out of time. But explain the run-in. As if uh, just okay, okay, the non-wrestling. So, fan. for the non-wrestling fan, the run-in is the bad guys are on top. You think that your night's going to end terribly, like the villains have won, and then those good guys, the ones that you love and support, sometimes unlikely alliances, come yes. in to to save the day, to run off evil and save the day. And do you know what I love about Steel saying that? is that's what we need to get back to with Star Wars, is forget the cynicism, because we all sit here sometimes and going, we want new, we want different. This is fan service. Like, fan service is a bad term. It's not a bad term. Like, if it makes us as adults sit there, feel like children, and go, this is an incredible moment. I can't believe the ridiculousness of what I'm seeing on the screen. What I'm asking you is, is that so bad? Like, it's not, like, it might not be the most clever thing they could do, but not everything has to be a twist. Save that for your Game of Thrones. For for your final chapter. Yeah, like, give us. Give us a bit of fan service. Make us feel like we were children watching Return of the Jedi. Make Steel feel like Luke Skywalker's doing a backflip and catching a lightsaber. Like, give us that emotion, and we've won. We're winners. How cool was it when Red Leader and Gold Leader turned up in Rogue One? Mm. Like, I cried in the cinema. It was so. That's weird because like people talk about Rogue One like fan service, fan service, and people going, oh, you know, Ponda Barber, Doctor Evazan, oh, so on the on the nose. And then no, when Gold Leader and Red Leader came in, everyone was like, brilliant. It just worked. Yeah, but all that stuff, it's like it's taste. Like, and some people like they some fan service. If it apply, like if they're into it, it's like yeah. And then it's like it's just sort of like that's like you want to see some of the Avengers assemble it. Kind of Heaven thing. forbid the wrestling fans are into bad taste. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I, I, I am a bit envious of that. Like, I, I, I feel like that was like a little bit hardcore painted on, but mm. particularly the um, like I, th- I thought like the I don't know if it how you describe with all the like the female heroes that that seemed very like it just seemed very ta- like it was. It, there was no like, I, I. It was sort of like it, a bit tacked on for no. At like, the moment, at that moment, I was. Oh, look at all the women! Yeah, look at all the women. But later, I was going, yeah. That but my, was, but my counter to my counter yeah. to that would be, if my daughter Steph sees that and doesn't view it with cynicism, then it's probably done its job. Oh, yeah, like I'm not going to yeah. lose any like sleep about yeah, it. Yeah, and that was the whole thing with, you know, that the sort of outrage, angry boy culture. I um we've been watching we're doing our rewatch in the lead up mm. and so we've watched um The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and I watched The Phantom Menace and and that sort of thing the Phantom Edit told me was like if you just changed five minutes of it, the store like the rest of like focus on the bits that you like and like those films have got so many awesome bits in it. Mm. And so it's sort of like I I now place less emphasis on the things I don't like like it's just like Mm. yeah whatever just like you know have a fun rant about it or whatever but don't let it like like bring you down I watched The Phantom Menace the other day and I was just like that ripped with the the exception of Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul it was so sweet with the exception of the Clone Wars movie Right, the cartoon movie. I've only ever seen that once. Yeah, but I've never walked out of a cinema not having butterflies Mm. and going, I love Star Wars. Mm. 
and that's what I appreciate about it. Like, it's my safe and happy place, yes. But, you know, I, I see so many people walking out, perhaps bummed out or over-questioning things, and I just say to you a little bit, maybe you're overthinking a little bit. Mm. Tap into your inner child, because it's the best feeling. Mm. You know, well, Avengers, you know, like, Avengers' biggest movie ever, absolutely huge. But then, you know, Spider-Man came out six weeks later or two months later, everybody moved on, just like that. You know, mm. what's next? Uh, this is it for three years for movies. Like, we're going to get TV shows, we're going to get other stories, but that's your movie, that's your saga, that's your full stop. You know, you, you want to... There has to be some finality to it where you sit there and you... Like, that feeling you have where you say, walking out of Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith, walking going, geez, well, that's it. Like, it's done, you know? Like, we are going to get more movies and stuff, but as far as this story goes, like, I want a conclusion to walk in and go, like, wow, what a ride. Do you know what this makes me think? I am Chris Fresh, and I do love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, Chris Fresh. <laughs> Me too. I am. I think we're all Chris Fresh now. Aren't we? I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want yeah run in, and also I need a bit that when I tell someone about, it, I get choked up about that, mm. would, which isn't hard for me to do in 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 the world of Star Wars. But I want like like. Like, like, imagine, like, if the fleet turn up, like a ragtag fleet that Lando's, like, organised and, like, Wedge is there and then there's, like, A-wings and Y-wings and Moncal cruisers and those weird, like, lumpy ships from Koth that left and then, like, Naboo fighters. Yellow. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Like, just, like, all this stuff come imagine back. Imagine a Nubian. Lost it. already lost it. <laughs> She's, She's gone. You what do you think, Catherine? <laughs> Yeah, I can't talk about it. <laughs> and then piloting, they go, Red Leader, this is Captain Cassian Andor. I, I didn't blow up. I got out. I'm leading the fleet. Let's take those sons of bitches down. That's mean service. <laughs> mean service. But see, but that's the exact emotion and fun that Star Wars brings. It's why we love it. And let's not forget that. You know, like the, the reason we go out on Force Friday hoping to find a stupid toy is because we want to recapture the feeling that Star Wars has made us feel. We're fortunate that we live in a time that Star Wars has been in our lives. And let's not discredit that. Like, it's caused friendships, it's caused good feelings, it's caused excitement, and that's why I head into the Rise of Skywalker going, fuck yeah, I love Star Wars. Yeah. I, it's just weird because, like, Chris's, um, I mean, um, Julian's thing of, like, I'm just glad I remember not having it and I'm glad it's back. Like, it's weird that, um, like, some, like, I'm like that as well. I'm like, oh my God, you remember when there was nothing and, like, we we're reading, like, source books and, and, and all this, like, goofy stuff, just anything to milk more Star Wars out of Star Wars. But then there's other people that, like, did that wait and they're resentful, like, about the wait yeah. sort of thing. It, it, it's, 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 it's so odd, but, like, all the, you know, I, I get a bit drained, especially these days with, like, all the... Just, like, you're taking this, like... If you don't think bombs should fall in space, it's like... But why are you, like, why are you so worked up? Like, this is not... It's not a real thing. Like, these are not real things. And But then when I saw... See Harrison turn on the saber by himself, and that joy that gives me, it's just like... What do you guys... Like, there's... Like, there's... Like, there's this, like, roast meal in front of you and, and you're chewing on the plate. Like, what are you doing? Like, I think people forget, Steel, that it's a galaxy far, far away 
And that's where we're traveling to every time we watch it. Long time ago. Yeah. And just forget everything else. Like, you know, they've proven scientifically that if you, a lightsaber doesn't work because you can't regulate the blade because it wouldn't stop at an ideal length, right? If you're viewing Star Wars through those goggles, you're doing Star Wars wrong. I love those articles about yeah. <laughs> why scientists say lightsabers wouldn't work. No <laughs> That's yeah, I know. Awesome. Like exactly, like, and that's what this so is. Let's talk about kryptonite. It's classic escapism. It's suspension of disbelief. And if you're going into Star Wars looking for real world sensibilities, you're doing Star Wars wrong. It is my escape. I love it for that. I'll be forever grateful. Star Wars has made my life better it, it, through watching it, through collecting it, through listening to podcasts about it. Like, it is the best. And uh, I think we should all be, as I like to call myself, the stimpy of Star Wars. We should, all, we should all hug right now. Well, we should. Like, we should all embrace each other. But it's, like, this isn't a bad thing. This is nothing to be worked hey, up about. Let's just enjoy. If you're listening to this, um, you know, on public transport or whatever, and for very old-time Steel Saunders listeners on the Hertz Bridge line, <laughs> just just hug the person next to you right now. Don't tell them why. They, they probably don't even know what Star Wars is, but just, just give them a hug. Mm. But, um, well, thanks, you guys. Awesome catch-up. Had a great uh, time. Let's, let's run around and get in some, um, some cheap pops, some cheap plugs for where um, content can be consumed or, or tweets can be liked. Um, I am Chris Fresh, and you can dislike my tweets at Chris Fresh. And I host a little podcast called the De- Geek Dudes Podcast at Geek Dudes. It's always a good time. Um, Jules? Uh, we'll be Wrestle Rock Friday, the 13th of December. Is that what we're doing? It is a very Wrestle Rock Christmas. A very Wrestle Rock Christmas. Uh, tickets on sale now. Colonel, thank you for having me. It's a and, pleasure to be here. And you're probably one of the few guests we've had on the podcast that has been abused by Ric Flair. So yes, well, I was going to close with that line and say to you, Colonel, remember, you've never stepped foot in that ring a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I mean I know I didn't say as much um, being a quiet one uh, but I I, I just enjoy the conversations and listening to you and you know with the podcasts and stuff Uh, so I guess to to plug my stuff I mean so I do the podcast called Trial by Stone the Dark Crystal podcast so it's just on Apple iTunes or Stitcher or Podbean or you just visit the website at darkcrystalpodcast.com you got darkcrystalpodcast.com darkcrystalpodcast.com yeah good branding oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah. yeah. it's all about the branding nice and the content (laughs) hashtag content (laughs) worked out much better than the guy who got constablezuvio.com or something like that (laughs) Uh, you can find my stuff at starwarsspeltout.com we just had King Tom on the podcast so why wouldn't you download that exactly and it was for free he's not behind a paywall so oh Oh, dude Oh, wow, the knife twists. <laughs> Catherine, do you have a much more upbeat pod? Uh, well, that geek pod, what I'm on, it's on a bit of a hiatus um, while I sort out technical issues, i.e. I have no microphones. Um, so, you know, slight issue. No podcasts ever really gone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm also on Twitter at Catherine underscore Neen. Sorry, everyone. I didn't get on Twitter fast enough. I know. Still shaking his head at me. Very disappointed. Catherine underscore Neen dot com. It doesn't have the same ring. Just having the same ring. And well, for all your nostalgia needs, hey, hey, it's the podcast. Hey, hey, pod. 
Lots of 90s references and job warehouse jokes. And, ke- <laughs> and keeping up with the Joneses. No one cares about that. Oh, <laughs> I like Georgie and Jonesy can be heard on Keeping Up with the Joneses, where they adorably are recapping Star Wars movies that Lady J has not seen. And I actually enjoy Keeping Up with the Joneses. I love I love hearing a new perspective of somebody who hasn't seen Star Wars and they're experiencing it for the first time. So unlike this dunce, please go check out that podcast. <laughs> it's a good time. If you want to hear the love of my life? Say the c word a lot. Wow, <laughs> that's a plug. <laughs> Well, thanks, you guys. It's uh, It's been awesome catching up with everyone. And I, I, I think my life would have settled by now uh, once I'm, this is up and I'm, I'm back in America. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm amped to um, yeah, power through with, with the content up until the conclusion of this great Skywalker saga. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And may that force be with you. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.